0: Well, I want to say before I read the scripture, a quick word of welcome to everybody, and especially our guests. And we, as I tell people, I hope, and this is for the congregation as well as our guests, I hope that you will say, I was blessed by God by being here. If you're able to stand, would you stand and we'll read again the word of God that they read to us, but I want to emphasize it again. And uh, it begins with the 16th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he's not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil may you may be seated Martin Luther the great reformer of the church wrote of the third of John 3:16 that it is the whole gospel in a nutshell In other words, it is the compact message of the whole of the gospel. And while the Holy Bible teaches us many things, this is the most important lesson we need to know and we need to remember and we need to receive in our heart. The reason Christ came into the world... was that God loved the world and wanted the world to be saved. Now, in particular, the gospel is not about the world in general. It is about people. So we, we might best understand this scripture if we realize that it it's saying that, as Billy Graham has often pointed out, God so loved you Now that you is for everyone. It's for you, it's for me, it's for everyone. That he so loved you that he sent his only begotten son. Now that term begotten is an important term. Some translations miss it. I have a good friend that was on the NIV translation committee. Thought it Gordon Conwell and I said, what in the Sam Hill were you all thinking when you left out the word begotten? Begotten means both of man through Mary and the both of God through the Holy Spirit. Jesus was fully God and fully man. So God so loved you and I that he sent his only begotten son. Think of that. Think of that. And we know what sending Christ into the world entailed, don't we? We know what it entailed for him. There's a popular popular preacher on the radio. He's very conservative, and and I I generally appreciate most of what he said. But he said one time that, that he believed that when Christ was sent into the world, there was a cheer in heaven. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there were tears in heaven. Mel Brooks' movie <clears throat> about Christ and the crucifixion. I hope you've seen that. It's profound. Mel may have his issues, but Mel did a great job with that. But, but as Christ dies on the cross, you remember? what? Can you remember that? From the eternity of heaven a tear falls and hits the dust. You see, the father loved his son with perfect love. You see, the, uh, the, the, the holy God is the only one that has perfect love. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, everyone. The only one that he loved Him with a perfect love. I don't think he rejoiced in his son's suffering. I think he rejoiced in the outcome of that suffering. As I was driving back from Mississippi, um, Elizabeth hated to see me leave it, and stay behind. But her sister has no one to care for but her, and and then, and my heart was heavy about that, leaving her behind. In fact, uh, I'll see her again in a in about a week and a half, and and then I won't see her again till the end of February. But um, but. You know what? My heart was heavy about that, you know. I mean, you know, the things that you you know are right, the right things, but they're not always easy. And as I drove along, I, I had a wonderful worship experience. Now, let me tell you all something about driving long distances. It gets tiring. But, you know, God's in our time. There's a lot of junk that We have to listen to on the radio and television. But God's also blessed us. I listen to BBN all the time, the Bible Broadcasting Network. Any of you all ever listen to that? Uh, I'm not on it, but it's got some great preachers on it. But uh, but anyway, the the uh, as I drove along, I, I would find that channel, and uh, from from uh, Mobile, and then when I went out of. Of, of, of mobile and and the radio signal i i found it in montgomery as i came up 65 and then I, I hate to admit it but as i left montgomery and it began to fade i found it coming out of tuscaloosa alabama and and i listened to that and all along the way until i arrived home at midnight after i picked it up in greensboro and and the the airways were filled with with beautiful christian music beautiful hymns some modern and some classic some high church and some gospel and god just blessed me as i drove along and and i begin to reflect upon the coming of christ and i i just it just was lifted up. Do you ever get that way? Just lifted up. And, and, and my mind was full of praise and thanksgiving for God sending his son. And, and I begin to reflect upon my own life. Now Christmas is a hard time for me and my boys. Their mother who passed away. Christmas was her big season. Now, you all know that I'm a Thanksgiving boy, I guess because of all the food. But, but, but Christmas, and we, my son Jim called me along the way. He looks after me. I think he thinks I don't have sense enough to get the right roads and stuff. But I know what it is. He really loves his daddy, and he cares about him. But, but we were talking about, and he brought up his mother and says, You know, Christmas is, is just not the same since she's gone. And I said, Yes, I, I miss her terribly, too. And, uh, and he said, Daddy, I miss you. I have told you, and I tell you again, the great value of God's love for you does not shine brightest when times are easy. It shines brightest when times are dark. And 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 even in the midst, as I reflected on what he had said and 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 on her passing away, forty-four years of faithful service beside me. And I remember after she died. You know, people. Because a denomination says the Lord's still speaking. I don't know if you know which denomination I'm talking about. Uh, they don't know what God is saying because their God contradicts their true and living God all the time. So you can ignore it. But God still does speak, and it's always in agreement with what his scripture teaches. And let me tell you something. Anytime some I've got a word from the Lord, if it contradicts what scripture teaches, it's not from the Lord. Where is it from? It's from the devil. But, but he does speak, and I, I remember after she died a few months, and, and I was just so heavy of heart. I, I never got angry at him. I trusted him. But I remember one night, and I know it was the voice of God. It, I, I woke up in the middle of the night, and, and I heard the words, Gerald, remember, I'm the only one who ever loved Kay more than you. And I would never do anything. That did not bless her. Brothers and sisters. The the peace that came into my heart. At that moment is indescribable. To, To have that. What I knew. Reaffirmed. And to know that God's love. Is so powerful. That it overcomes. Every sorrow. And every trouble. And that he's got it in control and we're in our hand. You see God's love for you is eternal. If you are a believer if you've accepted him there will never be a moment in all time, not just history, all time when you will be out of his love. Think about that. I look as we get older, and we have we have uh, troubles. They come because our bodies wear out. Um, the uh, that's you know that's coming for all of us. Unless you're like me, and you never really get old, but 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 we all deal with that, and we come to realize at points as we deal with life that what Solomon says, is, you take pleasure in the days of your youth because times are coming when you're going to have troubles. And uh, we got a sweet little baby visiting. with her. I was telling his mom, I said, well, I'd love to have hair like that. I don't, I don't have hardly any hair. You know, Janice tells me every time, you have less hair t- this month than last month. And uh, I said, well, still make me beautiful the best you can. But, but those things come, those transi- life is transitory. Nothing in life stays the same except God's love for you. That never varies. That never varies. Believers, as I said earlier, there will never be a moment that you will be out of God's great love for you. That's the message of Christmas, you see. The message of Christmas is is about God's great love being made manifest for you and for me in the gift of his son. Little baby born in a manger. Grew up as a poor carpenter's son. glorified in all of his life. And in everything that Jesus did, he manifested the love of God for us. I think again and again, one of the things that makes this season heavy for me, as you know, is that Two weeks ago, I found out my brother next to me, he and I, are the last two boys in the family, has terminal cancer. But worse than that, he has not accepted Christ. I want you to pray he will. I want you to pray that more than that he's healed. I want you to pray he knows the Lord. But even in that sorrow, God's love comforts me. God's love cares for me. God's love encourages me. God came into the world to give us life. To give us hope to give us peace to give us joy I want you to know absolutely this morning that nobody has you know I love Elizabeth so much but my love's imperfect for her you know that but you're loved with a perfect love No one has, does, or ever will love you like Jesus loves you. One of the greatest theologians in the world uh, in the 1900s, 1900s was asked, after all your studies, what is the greatest truth you've ever learned? Happened at the University of Chicago. Of 1962, I think. And this great theologian published volumes of books, multi volume book, uh, books on Romans. Said, The greatest lesson, the greatest truth that I have ever known, I learned at my mother's knee. Mothers, listen to this. The greatest truth I have ever known, I learned at my mother's knee. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. You know, when I get back from Mississippi after I go down in in the first part of the year, uh, we're going to be talking about evangelism. Now, you're going to realize that every one of you are supposed to be evangelists. And and I'm going to talk about the front lines of evangelism. There are many lines in that work. So I'll be coming back to this man. The greatest truth you will ever know is that Jesus loves you and the Bible tells you so. What is Christmas really about? Christmas Eve, my sermon title is a cosmic Christmas. I got that illustration from an old hippie. I knew real well and, in college I used to talk to hippies all the time I'll tell you more about it but some of you don't even know what hippies are but um, uh, you think it's a person with overweight below the belt But, but the real essence of the Christmas message is the message of God's love coming into the world for you I want you to grasp this morning that, that from the eternity of heaven, Christ Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father, who came into the world as an infant and was, lived among us and was crucified on the cross and gave up that, his life and rose, he did it because he loves you. And when you realize that, you have a sense of peace and joy and assurance, don't you? Jesus loves you. And as the Lord said to me on that June evening many years ago, what He said of my wife is also true. For you who are believers, now if you've not accepted Christ, this is not for you. I pray you will, so it will be. You know, this church preaches the truth. It doesn't say all good dogs go to heaven. They don't. My brother's the best man in our family. And yet, if he does not receive Christ, I have seen him for the last time. That breaks my heart to say that, but that's the truth. I'd be a liar if I preached anything else, wouldn't I? that living faith relationship with Christ is our receptive for receiving the love. He loves us whether we receive it or not. But we, we don't have the blessing until we receive it. And so this, believers, I want you to know today. When you walk out that door today, I want you to constantly reflect Every day. As many times a day as of the, of the knowledge you have that Christ loves you with all his heart. And he loves you perfectly. I love my children. How many love their children? I love my children. Ray, I know you do. We've talked about it. Sweet fellowship in Christ, talking about it. But our love is imperfect. We want to love them perfectly, but we don't. But God's love for us in Christ is perfect. It will never disappoint us. It will never fail us. It will never be selfish. It will always be for our benefit and blessing. Think of that. Think of that. That's who you are. The beloved Child of God through Jesus Christ. That's who you are. That is your identity. That is your heritage. And that is your inheritance. Praise be to God. That he so loved you and I. That he sent his only begotten son into the world. That if we believe in him. We would not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn us, but that through him we might be saved. That's the great gift of Christmas. That's the great gift of Christmas. It'll never wear out. I got a new tie. How, how, how do you like my tie? Anybody? Did you notice I had a new tie? Elizabeth bought me this tie before she left town. I kind of like it. Anything's plaid, I like it. Must be in my jeans, Eddie. I don't know. But 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 someday this tie will wear out. You know that? I bet you a dollar I been spill gravy on it before the week's over. This beard has helped keep a lot of gravy off my tie, I will say that. Amen, Eddie. But but uh, but that love of Jesus, it's never gonna wear out. It's never gonna fade, and it's never going to fail you. Rejoice and be glad today that you know you are the beloved of God. That's Merry Christmas. Amen.